0: You're watching The Pulse WV Live, and you're also listening to The Pulse WV Live, a network that beats to the heart of God. I'm your host, John Fowler. Hope you're having a great day. I pastor a church in Gassaway, West Virginia, Braxton County, West Virginia, called The Pulse. And we're so glad to have you tuned in. And uh, we also have a campus in uh, Putnam County, West Virginia, which is called Winfield. And then we're also uh, getting ready to launch a new um, third campus in Winston-Salem in a place called Pufftown, uh, North Carolina. So <clears throat> so glad to be a part of that, and we're partnering, partnering with uh, Church of the Living God there, and so glad to be a part of uh, what God is doing. So glad to have you tuned in. Please share, like, and subscribe. Let me tell you something. I say this every day. Make sure that you uh, download our app. It's our 24 hours a day, seven days a week, music, preaching, and teaching. Some of the best this side of heaven. And uh, the two links, you can get those links on my Facebook page or on the Pulse WV Live Facebook page. And uh, whether you have an Android or an Apple device, you can download it and you would have access. Right now, I'm, I'm on the radio playing Southern Gospel Music, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m., um, Monday through Friday, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Pastor J is on from 10 a.m. to noon, Eastern Standard Time. Christy, my wife, is playing some of the best in Christian uh, Christian top hits. Uh, and that's at uh, 1, I believe. I think she's on at 1 o'clock. Then John Sandy is on from 4 to 6 p.m. And something new that we added was Christian hip-hop. And uh, Grant Snow is doing that show. And so we encourage you to go to Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcast, um Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and download uh, download these things and listen to them. I think you will love it. I promise you. I know you will. Well, we're going to get into a study today. It's called In the Days of Noah. And I had somebody um, that I was listening to the other day was, was talking about Noah. And then they said, In the Days of Noah. And th- so I, be- I began to think about that and begin to think about what about the Days of Noah? What is the difference between... Now, and in the days of Noah, that caused um God to destroy the earth and to start all over, of course, after it started all over, it didn't take long for it to get messed up again, which is um typical of people, so Father, I pray you bless this study today, and I pray that you help us and you lead us, and you guide us and direct us, and I thank you for it in Jesus name. Amen, let me give you a scripture over in Matthew. And chapter uh, 24 and 37. Here's what it says. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before them, before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And so you have to stop and think. At, and then my question is this, what is the difference between what is going on, what went on during that time of Noah to what is going on now? So I begin to dissect what about the days of Noah. So the world conditions then, and if you uh, have any questions about it, You can ask John Sandy because he was there uh, uh, on the ark, too. The Bible described the days of Noah as a time of widespread wickedness and corruption. And this was leading God and giving him the decision uh, to send a global flood as judgment. Okay, so back then, think about this. We didn't have the Internet uh, back in the days of Noah. All right. You didn't have a lot of things that we have today. Uh, You didn't have like, um, you know, uh, well, I mean, I'm sure you you couldn't go down to the the neighborhood grocery store and buy a dirty magazine uh, or have access to um, uh, to things that that you have access to today. You didn't have rated R movies back then. You didn't have rated X movies. You didn't have corruption uh, from Wall Street, or from D.C., or from the White House to the outhouse. You didn't have this kind of corruption like we have today. But yet, God destroyed the earth under Noah. So I'm thinking that, you know, there is a widespread wickedness and corruption back in the days of Noah. But I think it's worse today, and that's why I'm telling you this, because I believe that Jesus could be coming any day. Hallelujah. So when you compare to the present time, while the world today faces its own set of challenges, um, it includes moral decay, violence, uh, socially unrest. Um, These are the things that are going on in the world. And it's not for us to declare whether it's worse than the days of Noah. But I can tell you, it kind of seems like it is. It kind of seems like it's worse. Listen to what Genesis chapter six, verse five says. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Think of that. Was evil continually. This scripture right here in Genesis highlights the extreme decay and includes the days of Noah. These are things that that went on, serving uh, a benchmark to understand that that's where we are today, and that's how we can define the depths of sinfulness within the world today compared to what went on in the days of Noah. So the question is this. Is the world worse than it was in the days of Noah? Me, personally? I think so. So in modern times, in modern times, technology and communications has led to an increase of global awareness. Now, it, let me give you an example. Because of our cell phones, the world has become flat. Not not literally, because there are people that believe that the world is flat. But what I'm saying is that there's no distance now between people because we have cell phones, we have FaceTime, we have a communication where I'm, I remember back in the day, uh, AT&T, you had you had your phone service, uh, which was your landline to, at home, and then you had an AT&T card, which was your long distance. Well, for you to make a long distance card, you had to use that, that PIN code uh, on the long distance card, and then they charged you for long distance. Then you got a separate bill. So if you were at the beach or if you were, um, you know, on a trip and you wanted to call home, then you had to use that card. Or there was a thing, and I know a lot of people don't remember this, but a lot of people do. You remember when you had to reverse the charges? Like if you were, uh, if you didn't have any cash on you or if you didn't have any long distance, uh, you know, carrier, you would call the operator and say, operator, I'd like to make a collect call to such and such at this number. And then the operator would call and say, do you accept this, uh, this call from such and such? And then they would pay the bill. And uh, so, man, I forgot about that. So the modern times um, of technology and communication has increased, you know, uh, global awareness, making it seem like that the world is worse. You know, the 24-hour news cycle that CNN started back in the 80s. Um, you know, because the only thing back in, back in our day was, uh, we had the six o'clock news and then you had the, the which was the local news. And then you had the worldwide news at six thirty, which was Walter Cronkite or, uh, Dan rather, um, Peter Jennings. These were some of the guys that are, that are dead now, but those are the guys that gave us an update on the news and the news wasn't slanted back then like it is today, and how how the news cycle is so corrupt today to where they just teach you, uh, they just tell you what they want you to hear, and they manipulate the news. Well, that goes back to corruption and violence, and uh, definitely, I believe, personally, that we are worse than where Noah was because of technology. You have AI today, and if AI gets into the wrong hands, which it's, it already has in many ways, um, I mean, it can just begin to, uh, to destroy Elon Musk mucks. I was talking about this, uh, on, um, on John, the John, John show yesterday. Um, they have robots now. And so I'm thinking, you know, we saw this on the Jetsons. We didn't think that we would ever see it today, but before long, you know, Black Friday, well, let's just go down and get us a robot, you know? So technology is absolutely one of the Biggest things that I believe is the biggest decline uh, in why the world is where it is today. But although, there's a lot of good. I mean, we're sitting here talking to the world today uh, from Scott Depot, West Virginia, Taze Valley, West Virginia, all around the world. So there are good things that, that happen out of it. So there's a lot of global issues that are going on that we know about. It used to be you didn't know what was going on until the 630 news, and now you have access to it with your phone making it seem like that the world is in a a worse state, and I believe it is. So not only that, there is a continuation of sin. Despite progress in in what the church is doing, sin continues to manifest in different forms. And so uh, this continues, I mean, from uh, sexual immorality to lying to cheating to stealing to corruptness that went on. And I'm trying to think about in the days of Noah, what could be so corrupt? But it was. Second Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 and 5, here's what it says. This know also that in the last day perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of themselves, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents. How often do we see that today? Unthankfulness, unholy. Without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, and and these are the things that the Bible's talking about that are going on in today's world. So you have to think about this, that people are lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. From such, they turn away. This scripture speaks to us about the moral decay and the ungodliness that goes on and the characteristics in the last days of the church. Even the church acts like this. The church has a form of godliness, but denies the power thereof. You know, the Bible says in, uh, that when we are judged, people are going to come to him and say, hey, didn't I cast out devils in your name? Didn't, didn't I preach in your name? And he's going to say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. When you think about those things, you think, wow, he's talking to the church. He's not talking to the world. He's talking to the church. The world doesn't cast out devils. The world doesn't preach. The world doesn't do these things. It's it's in the church. And that's why we need to live right. That's why we need to be obedient to what God is saying so that, that we can change this world and get people in because that's the main thing. So here's the question that that sums this whole thing up. How bad does the world have to be to get Jesus to return? Think about that. How bad does the world need to get for Jesus to return? Are we there? Is it time for the coming of the Lord? I believe it is. I believe there's a divine timing. The Bible teaches us that only God knows the exact time that Jesus will return uh, to get his children and that would be us the bible talks about it it says matthew twenty four thirty six. but of that day the hour knoweth no man no not the angels of heaven but my father only so this, scrip- this scripture talks about the secrecy that only god knows when the second coming of the lord is but it's coming my thing is are you ready are you fooling around with with your with your Christianity? Well, you got one foot in the world and one foot out. Well, let me tell you something: you may not make it if you're like that. And you say, "Well, don't judge me." Well, the Bible says that we're known by the fruit that we bear. So, are we bearing fruit? Are you seeing people saved in your life? Are you acting one way at home and one way at the church? Are you a hypocrite? Are you one of these types that? sleeps around, drinks, carries on and does absolutely nothing, but you have a form of godliness which means that you have a form of it, which means that you're acting like it, but you deny the power thereof. You deny the power of God. So, here's the call to readiness for you and me today. Rather than focusing on on what is going on in the world and the world's conditions, it's time for us to be faithful and vigilant to prepare for Christ's return. We can talk all day about how bad it is. And it is. But we also need to talk about what is good and what God is doing and how he's blessing. And are you getting ready for his return because he's coming? I know one church that says you need to have your number one And your number one is the number one person that you want to see saved. And then you begin to build that relationship with that person and see them saved. Get their life changed. Live according to God's teaching and what Jesus shared when he was here on earth. And get people ready. But for you to get people ready, you got to be ready. So if you're not ready today, here's the best way to do it. Say, Father, forgive me of my sins. Come into my life and live. Use me for your kingdom, glory, and honor. You prayed that prayer today, then I guarantee you, your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and you will make it to heaven. But you got to live right. Get you a Bible. If you need a Bible, we'll send you one free of charge, courtesy of the Pulse WV Live. Not only that, get in a Bible-believing church, and God can do great things with you. I'm telling you, great things are ahead for you. You do not have to live... So many people today and what I'm what I've learned they talk so much about what the devil's doing. They can hear the voice of the devil, but they're they're having trouble hearing the voice of God. Well, the devil told me this. Well, what did God tell you? Well, God doesn't speak today. Oh, yes he does. He speaks in God's word, he speaks on podcast, he speaks um he can speak to you audible just like he did Abraham, just like he did Jonah, just like he did. I mean, he is no different than he is today. So I wanna encourage you. I wanna encourage you to be what God has called you to be. I'm telling you, great things are ahead. Great things are ahead. Hey, do me a favor. I wrote a book called Frankie the Honeybee. And I encourage you to go to uh, Amazon and get your copy today. And I appreciate those that are buying it. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Frankie. Frankie the Honeybee seeks help from God to fulfill his mission of spreading sweetness to a bitter world. And the challenge was Frankie couldn't fly But help with his guardian angel, Ace, and his unwavering belief in God, Frankie learns to fly and fulfill his purpose. It's a children's book, but also it's for adults, too, and you can order yours today on Amazon.com. Just search Frankie the Honeybee. I tell you what, I don't know how we would make it except for God himself to... Uh, allow you all to be a part of this ministry by not only watching and sharing and praying for us but I encourage you also to give to this ministry and you can do it instantly right now text the word Pulse to 1304-244-3187 thepulsechurch.com gift through PayPal mail your love gift to P.O. Box 141 Gassaway West Virginia 26624 and I'm telling you God will bless you for giving to this ministry we support 40 children every Friday with a, a, a program called the food bank from the elementary school close to our church. So every Friday, <clears throat> children go home with food for the weekend. We're even talking about trying to figure out how to do it for summertime. So we need your help. And we thank you for giving and thank you for being a part of the Pulse WV Live. Do me a favor, share, like, and subscribe and download our app. And we'll see you next time on the Pulse WV Live, a network that beats to the heart of God.